I think we all know parents who want their child to change. Maybe you are that parent, a mom or dad of an LGBTQ plus child, and you don't know what to do. Thank you for loving your child enough to listen to this episode. You're not alone, and perhaps this is the answer you've been praying for. Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid someday? So I call you up and you call me down. Would it be okay? Well, hello and welcome to the Freed Hearts Podcast. So glad you're here. My name is Robert Cottrell, and I'm here as always with Susan Cottrell. Hi. Hi. You, you said that with such determination in your eyes right there. <laughs> Susan Cottrell. That's who I am. <laughs> Again, thanks for joining us. Please do connect with us. You can find out all about what we do and what we have to offer at our website, which is freedhearts.org. And you can also email us hello at freedhearts.org. Whoever you are, wherever you are on this journey, we want you to know you're not alone. And we will walk on it with you. We're honored to do that. Okay, so we have a very tender thing to share with you. We connected recently with a mother who is very concerned that her daughter is gay. And she reached out to you, Susan, for guidance. Yes. Uh, And (laughs) the guidance she wanted was to help her daughter not be gay. And Susan, you did give her guidance, even though we suspect it was not quite the guidance she wanted. Yep. So we wanted to share this with you. You may be up against the wall and you don't know what to do. Perhaps your son or daughter or someone else sent this to you to listen to. And if that's the case, we want to say thank you for listening. Really, thank you. Yes. Thanks for loving your child enough to listen. And as much as possible, set aside everything you think you know and just listen. Your child deserves that. Listen for that still, small voice of God leading you. Perhaps, just perhaps, this is the answer you've been praying for. Thanks, Rob. So, I'm going to start with the email that I got, and then I'll give you my fairly lengthy answer, because there's a lot in this. She wrote, Dear Susan, thank you for allowing me to join your group. My husband and I are Christian ministers. Our daughter is 15 and has been battling homosexuality for a few years. She came out to us three years ago. We went all in with her and removed her from public school which has been having a dark effect on her personality and was under the influence of many homosexuality, uh, homosexuals who were telling her that she could be gay and be Christian. For two years, she was homeschooled, and she did an about-face spiritually and personally. We felt like we had our baby back. She was dating boys and was boy-crazy like any normal teen girl. Then just a couple of months ago, we discovered it was all an act. She was involved with the same dark lesbian girl from public school. She admitted to manipulating our emotions to get her way, boldly lying. All this from a leadership position at church, youth praise team. This time, I basically threw in the towel. She questions her own salvation, shows no remorse in her lifestyle, is in gay relationship number two since January. She's getting bolder and bolder by shoving it in our faces with social media posts. We don't know what to do and could really use some guidance. Mm. If you yeah. are in that, yeah, there's a lot there. Yeah. Um, if you are in that position as a parent, our heart goes out to you. We know, we know how hard this is. Yes. And confusing. And why God 
why won't God just change her? And why won't she just straighten up and do what's required here? We, we know all the parts to this. Yeah. And hear me now, they've all not worked. So we want to offer you a different perspective. Yes. So I wrote, again, just listen with your heart here. I wrote, Dear Mama, I'm happy you reached out to me. I know this is very difficult for you. I can offer some guidance, but I don't think you'll like the guidance I offer. But if you will hear it, it could save your family and your relationship with your daughter. Here it is. Let's just say for one minute that this is how she is and she can't change it. Let's just say that's true. She could deny it, as she did to you, but she can't change it underneath. Just for a moment, let's say this is how God made her. I know that's hard for you, but God is pretty huge, and it's just possible that we don't know everything about God and God's creation and God's intent. If we can't agree to that, then I truly can't help you. So for a moment, let's say, for some reason, she's gay by God's design, and that won't change, period. If that's true, there's no way she can please you. Because you want her to change, she can't. And the more she resists you, the worse it will be for her. So she has to appear to comply. Do you see that? She has to go underground. She really had no choice but to go along with what you offered and pretend to be what you want because she couldn't really be what you want. Do you see that? If that's all true, stay with me for just a minute, then to require her to be what you're asking when she can't, wouldn't that be the cruelest thing you could ask of her? If she knows that your approval and esteem for her rests on her doing this thing she can't do, do you see how she had to go along? She had to throw in the towel on who she knew herself to be. And everyone around her now tells her God doesn't approve of this thing she can't change because you removed her from the people who said she could be gay and Christian. So how in the world does she not question her salvation? Why would she embrace this God who does not embrace her? And if everything I'm saying is true, then it's a wonder she is still even listening to you at all. Can you see that? Boldly lying? Of course she's boldly lying. What other choice does she have? When she tells the truth, you take away everything dear to her. Tell her how wrong she is. Imagine yourself in that situation. How would you want to be treated? Which is the crux of loving one another, as Jesus told us. Oh, I would never be in that situation, you might say boldly. Okay. But you can say that only because you've never been in that situation. But it could have been you. And all of this rests on the idea that this is who she is and she cannot change. That's what I suggested at the beginning. You probably don't believe that that could be true. But if it is true, then what's happened to her is the cruelest thing of all. It's a grave injustice. She's been back to the edge of a cliff with nowhere to go. It is at this point that some people in these situations leap off the cliff. She has not done that, but instead is boldly shoving it in your faces, as you said. 
It's the only way to get away from the cliff. And I would say she's just being authentic to herself in the only way she can. Either way, that's a good sign. Her boldness is a good sign because it means she hasn't given up on herself. She can't be what you're asking, and she doesn't want to die trying so far. So now I have a question for you. You focused everything you've got on her. Now here's a question for you. And let me just say, I recognize that this has been agonizing for you. You're at your wit's end. After all you did, she has not surrendered to the plan still. And you'd have thought at this point she'd have broken by now. You did everything in your power. But that's just it. This has all been in your power, you and your husband. This has all been your plan. You've been taught a lot and you know a lot, but ultimately you've been trying to enact your plan. I think ultimately you really want God's plan, don't you? So let's just explore that as a possibility. So now, is it possible that what I suggested at the beginning, that she's gay and she can't change it, is it possible that that's true? I know you have not believed it to this point, and your church doesn't believe it, but is it possible that God has something different to say that your church or even your Bible interpretation is telling you? The Bible interpretation part, that's a whole different conversation. That's where learning something new comes in and inviting God to help you see something you haven't seen before. But you've tried everything in your power to make her submit, and I know with all my heart that if she could, she would. If this were something she decided she could undecide it, she would. Of course she wants to please you and her community and God, whom she's been told disapproves of her. Of course. This is not rebellion. Why would she do that? You know her heart. Oh, it's those kids at school. No, it's not. I know it looks that way, but it's not. If it's even possible that what I'm saying about this is true, it's worth finding out. Because right now you stand to lose her. Because right now you and God are unpleasable according to you. Well, she just could just be straight. No, that's what I'm saying she can't do. If she could, she would have already. Many people in her situation, as after years of trying to please parents and God who are unpleasable, walk out the door and don't come back. Well, God will get me through losing her, you might say, if that's what God's asking. Okay, but is God asking that? That's what you want to know before you push her out that door. And if it's possible that this is how God made her to be, then what's happened to her so far has not been God's doing, and it's been unspeakably cruel. So how do you find out what's true about this? You press into God. I know this is terrifying for you. I know that. But you can only press into God on it. Only God has the answers, not your religious leaders, not your women's Bible study leader, not your best friend, but God, because God has something to show you about that. this. That much is certain. So ask God, and that sounds so obvious, but so many of us parents react based on what we have learned or taught others in our churches 
what we believe the Bible says, but we don't really seek God about it. So please, get by yourself and ask God, what do you want me to do about my girl? And you have to be willing to hear whatever God tells you. The parents in our groups who have done this have heard God say, just love your child, embrace them. I never told you to draw a line for them. For them, They're mine. Trust me. Don't assume you already know what the Bible says about this. You know from the Bible that God often says surprising things. God leads us in surprising ways. But we learn in church that God has to fit our understanding for it to really be God. Well, then how will God teach us anything new? If everything from God's mouth must fit our previous understanding, then we're not learning. How could we? How will God correct our course? Jesus corrected the religious leaders' course, and they didn't like it either. The great religious leaders of Jesus' day, the best they had, were wrong about their interpretation of the Bible. Jesus made that clear, and they were sure they understood. They'd studied the Torah night and day for heaven's sake. They'd led their religious community for heaven's sake, and yet Jesus showed them they were dead wrong. Do you think today's religious leaders have nothing to learn in all this? Especially when we look at the bad fruit about this belief about our gay children that is destroying them? The deeper in you've been, the harder it can be to see anything else. If this piece turns out to be wrong, you're afraid of what other pieces will fall. I know I have been there, and it's not easy. But doesn't God ask for this kind of depth, not just repeating what is not working? I think this is the rigor of the Christian walk. And people who are unwilling to do this are not really following God. They're really just following the leader. I know this is scary for you. It might be good to ask, why is it so scary? Parents say they're afraid for their kids' futures. I get that. They're afraid for their kids' soul. I get that too, because our churches teach fear instead of trust. But set all that aside and ask, why am I afraid, really? Ask God and let God speak to you. What would I have to give up if I turn out to be wrong here? And that's where you really may very well find your answer. You may have to give up the esteem of your friends. You may have to give up your position in your church. You may have to give up your own assessment of the parent that you thought you were and worked so hard to be. Somewhere in there is probably where the truth is. And I don't say that to minimize that. It's a very big cost. It might also be eye-opening to ask why the church would exact that cost from you. You didn't make your child gay, and Jesus didn't tell you to draw a line in the sand on that. He really didn't. So why are they? Why is this such a big deal? I mean, you see the questions leaping out of the box. It's no wonder we just want to put the lid on that. 
These are questions to take into your own prayer time and leave your child to do their own wrestling. Don't do the wrestling for them. God didn't ask you to, and your child didn't either. My friend told me that she trusted God with her son in every way, every way, except his sexuality. And one thing came to another, and he died. So you need to trust God all of the way. That's what God's asking of all of us. And I've gone on and on here, and I hope I didn't overwhelm you. The writer here and you listening are asking good questions, and I know the thinking that goes into it. We were in churches for 20 years that believed the same way. But now I've been down this road with my own children and with thousands of moms and dads with their children. It's not easy. It may be akin to hiding Jews in your basement in Nazi Germany or helping escaped slaves to get to the Underground Railroad or working to stop stop sex trafficking today. These are high callings, but they're what Jesus asks of us. And when our gay kids are being destroyed by pastors and parents and politicians, the authentic Christian response is for us to seek God on our face in blood, sweat, and tears and say, how can I help protect these children? Show me. It's not to sit in our pews with our hands in our laps and make sure no one around us is sinning. It's to be a good, kind, loving, and helpful neighbor. God does not need our protection, but our children might, not for their gender and sexuality, but from a world who would destroy them for their gender and sexuality. Please, ask God how to proceed, and then listen and follow that still, small voice of spirit. And the more surprising it is to you, the more likely it is from that still, small voice of spirit. Your family and your child need you to do that. With love, Susan. Again, whoever you are, wherever you are on this journey, you are not alone. Reach out to us at freedhearts.org, and we will walk this path with you. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid someday? So I call you up and you call me down. Would it be okay? You've been listening to the Freed Hearts Podcast. We have extensive resources and vibrant community for you at www.freedhearts.org. Just come say hello. And if you have questions or issues or comments about the podcast, things you'd like us to talk about, reach out to us at podcast at freedhearts.org. The music is provided by Hannah Cottrell, our daughter, the Grammy-nominated Saint Sinner. And you can find out more about her at heystsinner.org. Please share this, subscribe, and follow on your favorite platform. And thanks for listening.